This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Fresh back from Puerto Rico, smelling like a vacation. Episode 168. Discuss my favorite oldest song with you. I'm on the balcony, step out to after me and bring my bone with you. I'm that nigga, that mother fools just pretending they jury costume variety and all they cars rented. I worked hard for everything I got, I floss in it. Real walking in the game, but first I had to crawl in the buckle down. Did my thing, the game brought out the dog in me. The way I look at it, they all enemies. I took it back to my old energy. That's it, that's it. Yes, 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 yes. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Podium Podcast, episode 168. I'm back from Puerto Rico. I don't know if I got blacker. I can't tell. I've been this color all my life. What do you want me to do? <laughs> um, Now, let's get into this. Ah, oh, man. A lot of shit is happening, bro. It's a lot of shit happening. Listen, if you have any plans to travel, I suggest you go to Texas. Texas is 100% open. No more masks. The governor said, fuck all that. Pull up. <laughs> Pull up. 100%. Nigga said, hey, look, bro. I'm sick of wearing this shit. It just snowed out here for the first time in 30 years. Niggas is going through it. Everything's back. Pull up. You work at Denny's, go your ass to work. If you were stripper, bitch, you better have been in work. Keep staying in shape because this clubs is back. I am going to go to Houston. I always wanted to go to Houston. Now I have a reason. I'm telling you, bro. That 100% no mask? So you can just go out there regular like a normal motherfucker? Oh, thank you, God. Yes, Houston is open. All the Texas people enjoy. Cuomo, what the fuck is up, bro? Cuomo, what's up, bro? Are you open New York? If you would open New York, niggas wouldn't have been looking up your dirt, my nigga. Now it's people saying, Cuomo, Cuomo touched me. Cuomo touched me. I was, oh, God. They me too in Cuomo's? What happened, baby? Can I talk my shit again? Oh, Cuomo. Excuse me, I'm drinking water. Cuomo's, what's up with you, baby? What's going on, my nigga? We fucked at you last year. This year's not a good year for you, Cuomo. It's not looking good for you, my boy. Mmm. You got the fucking Nike lady. Oh, we gonna talk about it today. I ain't gonna talk about it yet. 
But I'm going to get into it. I don't want to start the show with the sneaker shit. I want to recap my trip and how glorious and how, like, like, how, like, luxurious I felt from Thursday to Monday. Oh, Puerto Rico is beautiful. I, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Now, if you follow me, which most of you do, because if you listen, you should be following me. If you don't follow me, then what the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you listening to my show and don't follow me? Stupid. Anyway, um, one of the most question, most asked questions I had was, how the fuck did you get the weed to Puerto Rico? Now, I'm going to tell you how I got my weed into Puerto Rico. Now, uh, what I did was I bought a bunch of weed, pre-rolled it. I bought a box of cones. I just bought a box of cones. I didn't even get the cones I liked. I just got what they had at the spot. I, I was in a rush. And um, I pre-rolled like 14, 15 spliffs. And I put them, I have little tubes that I carry in the summertime when I walk with my shit. I, I always keep like two spliffs on me in the summer. If you ever see me, you know that. And, you know, when I go sit by the water, I'm always hot up because that's part of the vibe process. Duh. Are you done? Um, yeah, so I got little tubes that's like smell proof. You can't smell nothing through it. It's like, it's one that I got from a dispensary in Vegas. The other one I got from a Packwood, Backwoods pre-roll. And I just kept it because you could keep weed in it. So I put as much as I could in those, and I got a jar, a mason jar. And I had some ground-up coffee, Folgers, it could be whatever, Starbucks, whatever you had in your crib, or you could just go buy it, just get coffee. And I put the weed in the jar, and I poured the ground coffee on top. Not coffee beans, the ground coffee, like the run already grounded up. Don't get the beans, because the beans look weird. Ground-up coffee, poured it on top. You can't smell the weed through the coffee. You can't smell shit through coffee. And I put that... Jar of coffee in my checked luggage. Do not try to put that shit in your carry-on. I know you niggas is cheap. I know nobody likes paying for luggage, but if you're going to fly with marijuana, please check your bag because they do not really check those unless there's something crazy in there. So they see a jar of coffee beat coffee, even if they look through and they see a shit in there, this shit is they're gonna let it go through. They don't I don't even think they x-ray luggage all the time, especially when you're doing domestic flights. Now, if you're going international, do not try this. Because customs will go through your shit. They will. They're going to go through your bag. They're going to say, what's this? They're going to open it. They're going to pour it out. They're going to say, you can't have this. Oh, shit. It's weed in it. You're going to jail now. So, please. Can I talk my shit again? Be responsible. You know, we all want to have fun. You know, we, we all don't want... We all go to foreign places that's foreign to us, and we don't really know how to get our, our, our vices. You know, you, liquor is always around. But the weed in Puerto Rico, we don't know where to get it. Like, where do you get weed at a resort? Like, do you ask the Uber drivers? Funny story. Shout out to the uh, Uber driver that picked me up when I went to the mall that day. You know, nigga picked me, picked me up blasting pop smoke. Right? Whole fucking car smelled like weed. I'm like, oh, either this nigga just finished smoking or he got it. So we get on the highway. Homeboy's like, yeah, you smoke? So, yeah, I have weed. Do you? <laughs> I, okay. He said, yeah. When I get to the mall, I pull over. It's in the trunk. I'll show it to you. No problem, bro. I, I, let me see what you got. Okay. So we drive and we get there. He goes in the car and gets the weed. Now, I know he had the weed because you could smell it. The car was booming. I'm like, fam, you pick niggas up all day like this? Whatever. That's his thing. But uh, fam pulled out some shit. He had some alien OG. Said, all right. I've smoked that before. It's okay. I'll take it. Shit. How much is an eighth? $50 for the eighth. I ain't even gonna hide you with you, my nigga. Now, mind you, I had 14 spliffs. But by, what day was that? I got there Thursday. This was by Saturday. So by Saturday, I was down to about seven spliffs. 
and I was tired of smoking the same three strains. I had some sour, I had some Durban poison, and I had some, uh, what the fuck? I had some other shit. I had three different strains with me. I had to have variety. But you get tired of smoking the same shit because I was smoking at home before I left. So like, I want something else. So the LA was cool. I brought my own papers. I brought my tips. I had my own little rolling utensils and everything. I broke it down with my hand. I wish I would have brought my grinder, but I didn't. But it's cool. I don't like breaking weed down with my hands, getting your nails. That shit is nasty. But anyway, everything was beautiful. I was high every day. You know, it was amazing to wake up and smoke on a balcony in 80-degree weather in my drawers, just looking out at the sunlight, going to the beach every morning and just, just catching a tan and just vibing in the ocean, you know, going to the pool. It was a lot of ass around that pool. Boy, man. Puerto Rican women, like... Like in America and the U and, and, and over here, because over there they don't call it, they don't call they don't consider themselves part of the states. They are an island and they act that way. Cause but people there, everybody don't speak good English. So you would think you was in the awesome shit. But um man, the women, man, woo. J Lo over here is some fire. J Lo ain't shit in Puerto Rico, let me tell you that. And over there, they all got ass. They all like jail. This is my first time in Puerto Rico. I might sound like a toy or whatever. But they all got ass over there. Boy. And it's hard not to look when they at the pool at the resort with thongs on and they with their man. So you're trying to get a little clip, but you don't want her man to be like, hey, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? So, but um, all in all, the food was good. Good food. Um, The hotel was excellent. Shout out to uh Royal Sinesta. Great establishment. Very clean. Very professional. Um, they were very courteous. Um, if you are planning to go to Puerto Rico, let me give y'all a quick little, uh, if you're looking, you know, people are looking to travel again. So if you're looking to go to Puerto Rico, you have to take a PCR COVID test three days before you low, you go, not the rapid, do not take the rapid. I made that same mistake and had to end up going back to the fucking city MD the same day to take the proper test. Fucking headache. But it had to be done because when you land, they will ask you. Well, you know, you got to fill out the um the little the little form on your online, and they got they look for a barcode and they scan it. They make sure you negative, right? They as soon as you land and get your bag, before you even get out the airport, there's people there in lab coats and visors and masks, and they are not playing with your ass, and they want to see that result. If you do not, you got to take a test on the spot right there before they even let you out the airport. So please go and take that shit on your own. So when you get to the airport and you land, you show your barcode, they scan it, you go your way. When you get to the hotel, they will ask you to see your negative test results again. So even if you finesse your way through the airport, when you get to your hotel, they will not let you check in without that negative test. So please do not play yourself and think you could just up and go like you going to Atlanta. This is not Atlanta. This is not that. <laughs> okay? You're going to an island. COVID rates in, in Puerto Rico are pretty high. They're like a level four or some shit like that. They're they under curfew right now. Things close early. 12 o'clock, you got to be off the street. By 10 o'clock, everything is closed and shutting down. So you got to be on point out there. But um, that was my trip. I had a great time. Beautiful time. I took some great pictures. You know, it was fun, man. I had a ball. And um, I can't wait to go somewhere again. But we back. We in grind mode. Uh, I'm back doing shoes. All my out-of-towners tap in. Uh, if you got Jordan 1 to me, I'm only doing Jordan 1s. I'm not doing nothing else. I understand y'all got McQueen's. I understand y'all got designer. Y'all got all this other shit. Y'all got Air Max and y'all got 3s and blah, 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 blah. I'm only doing Jordan 1s. So if you do not have Jordan 1s, 
We do not have anything to discuss. Is that clear? Okay. Moving on. Man, uh, let me see. Let me think. What the fuck else is happening? Uh, Snowfall came back. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I'm telling you now, if you did not watch Snowfall yet, they gave two episodes. There's a new episode on tonight, and I cannot wait to watch till it's on Hulu so I can fucking watch it. Episode one and two is on Hulu if you missed it. This season, man, wow. Franklin, what the fuck you doing, Franklin? You know better than to play with fucking uh, Stacy. You don't play with Stacy, nigga. Are you dumb? Stacy, oh, man. And, and man boy? Oh, man boy, you, ooh, they gonna get your ass, bruh. Mm. I'm drinking water, by the way. This is not wine. I'm not crying this episode. Man boy. <laughs> Swear to God he killed that nigga. Now you hit him, but you ain't kill him. That nigga is still alive. Oh, man. And Franklin, look, eh, eh, oh, shit. Now, I'm not going to lie. One thing I don't like about this season, I don't like Franklin handicapped, walking with the limp and shit and all of that. I get it. He got shot and it, he fucked up. But um, I don't like it, man. It's like, damn, he handicapped and shit. Like, he, and they know he a boss, but it's like, Franklin, they ain't really vibing with you, bro. Like, these niggas ain't, they don't respect you. Your friend don't fuck with you no more. And shit is getting crazy. And the cop trying to wild out now and extort you for double money because you tried to send him on a mission to jam these niggas up and nobody wants to help him. So now he feel away like, like what a bitch. But um, this season is awesome so far. Episode one and two is very good. Shout out to uh, Snowfall. My favorite show that's on TV currently. I love Snowfall. Hold on. All right. Uh, All-Star Weekend this weekend. Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta. This is going to make or break relationships. And it's fucked up. How All-Stars after Valentine's Day this year, where usually it's around Valentine's Day. Excuse me. But um, I'd be mad as hell. My bitch ran Atlanta after Valentine's and I did some nice shit for her. Bitch, you ain't shit. You gonna run to Atlanta with them niggas? And I hope a nigga that's 6'5 and lied to you and tell you it was an NBA, fuck you, okay? I hope you fucked the wrong nigga when you go there. Because you're bugging. Can I talk my Can shit I again? I keep hitting that Kanye. I need to hit the flat. I ain't been here in a week. I'm sorry. My mind is mentally on vacation. Just got, my, just got my dog a new haircut. She feeling good. Yeah, man. The weather in New York is breaking. Ain't no more snow on the ground. It all melted. I'm glad I was happy to come home and see that. You know? Um, the weather looks like it's, starting, it's trying to turn. We got daylight saving times coming up in like two weeks. That's always good. You know? Get a little extra sunlight up until like September, October time. Gotta love that. I love that's my favorite time of year is spring into summer. Cause it's like winter is like the depressing season. It's like it's cold. You know, it, it's it, it before COVID, it, it like it's mad shit to do, but it's like the process of getting there is so annoying. Cause the weather, man, is cold and it's, it's traffic. And then if it's snow on the ground, the parking is fucked up. And it's like, you know, it's just a, this is winter. You gotta wear a coat. Then you go to the club, you try to leave your coat in the whip, but you don't want to do that because a nigga bust in your car and take your shit. So you try to go in there and check your coat. That's another $10. I got a coat check now. That's why I don't go nowhere. It's just too much money being spent to do, just to stand in a, in a club and listen to music you could do at home for free. Like, I'm not doing that shit. I'm 35, man. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I, I'm, not, I'm not the kind of nigga that's going to be in your way, but I'm also not going to be the kind of nigga that's going to be like, 
on your side to support what you like to do all the time. Like, we could go here and there. But if you're a party girl and you want me to party with you, I'm sorry. We ain't going to work. That, that shit ain't happening. I like to sit home. I like to smoke weed in my home. I like to play music that I control in my home. I hate going out because when you go out, they play shit you don't even like. Like, I don't fucking... No, listen. No disrespect to none of the West Indians and none of the West Indian culture. But I fucking hate soca, right? I don't like Jay, reggae. I don't like none of that shit. I'm American. So when I get in the spot, I don't want to hear that, that shit, bro. Put some fucking Drake on in here. It's bitches in here. And I understand that they like it. You know, I know the reggae shit is for them and, and it's all for the women. But fam, it's men in here. My nigga, like, niggas don't want to hear this shit. I don't want to hear that shit. And then when they do play some rap, they put on fucking old shit. Why are you playing French Montana in 2021 in the club? What the fuck is that? I ain't running about nothing. What? Shoot this DJ. Get this. What the fuck is this nigga doing? Oh, where are you from? Always a coconut DJ that don't know shit about hip hop. All he know is West Indian music. And this nigga is the only fucking DJ they book in this fucking spot. Nigga, if you don't know all music, you should not be a DJ. Don't play no fucking French Montana records from 2012. Don't nobody want to hear that shit? Play some current shit. And I go to, if I ever go to a club after COVID, I want to hear Pop Smoke. Okay? I want to hear it. Fuck with you. I want, I want to fucking hear pop. Period. That's what I want to hear for half the night. Because all you hear on the radio is pop. All right? So when I'm going to the spot, I want to hear that shit. All right? Dead ass. RP pop. I want to hear pop smoke in the club. I really do. And I know that might be young, young music to them. But I'm still young. I'm 30. I'm not 50, nigga. Play pop. The fuck you talking about, man? Play some A Boogie, right? Play some Dirk. Play some shit niggas like. Like, come on. I want to go in here. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Get that shit out of here. Come on, come on. Or be in Jamaica. This is New York. Play New York niggas. Like, what the fuck? Put on some little TJ and say, come on. Am I alone in this? I know some people that's my age is like, nigga, who the fuck are you talking about? Who the fuck is little TJ? Listen. <laughs> If you don't know who I'm talking about, you don't know current music, then you're old and you let yourself wash up. That's your fault, not mine. You want to go to the club and hit oldies. I'm going to put on 21 questions in 2021. Get the fuck out. Dog, dog, dude. Bro, don't you play no fucking power theme song in the club. Y'all got to stop. Let's 50 is in there. Don't play that shit. Fuck. DJ's trying to be crafty and shit. Now, hold on. Let me set up the camera because I'm about to go in. It's that time. Right. Oh, shit. Now, let's get into it. Okay. Everybody DM me. Everybody been talking about it for the last couple of days since the story broke. So since I'm in this community, it is only right that I discuss what is happening at Nike. Um. Okay. I don't know the young lady's name. But apparently she's a big dog in Nike. She's been there 25, 25 years, right? And um, apparently her son has been reselling sneakers. Not no bullshit sneakers neither. This nigga had about 150 pair off-white fives. Nigga had a room full of shit. 
He has storage. This nigga got millions of dollars in inventory. Bought it off his mom's credit card with her discount. How the fuck do you explain? But Nike, how does... And, and this is the shit I be talking about with this sneaker community, right? The world is built on capitalism in America. America is built on money. Anywhere that Nike can make their product more valuable, I can see them doing that because... What are the laws against reselling, actually? People are like, well, what can they do? She resigned. She quit before they could fire her. The most they could do was fire her. She wasn't stealing anything. These things were paid for, right? Now, when you are a top exec or whatever, I don't know how this works. I never worked for Nike. I don't know, but I'm assuming that they don't question much when you're in those kind of positions and you've been there that long. But to not, to not know your son was running a, a reselling enterprise at, at 19 and you, you didn't know? You don't know what your fucking kid does for money. You don't you don't know how your kid is all fly all the time. Like I know I'm I'm up and I make a decent amount of money, but your kid was reselling shoes from your company. That is that alone is a conflict of interest. Like shit like that can't happen. Like if let's let's take this into drugs. Let's say your father's is a, is El Chapo. Everybody know your father got bricks. You taking your father bricks and he knew, but you selling him for hire. It's like, hold on. Your pops only charged 60. What, why you, why you charging 75? Like, nah, 75, bro. All right, 75. Fuck it. Ain't nobody going to question it. Cause you know, where it's real. You know where he getting it from. So it's like, I right, fuck it. The price went up and went up. But think about this right now. I took it deep. Pause, pause. Oh shit. I thought on this very deeply. Let me clear that up. And what I thought was, think about this, right? You got these apps now. You got Goat. You got StockX. You got fucking uh, Grailed. All these little apps where people resell sneakers. You got eBay now coming out with their little verification, whatever the fuck that shit is, right? Think about it like this. StockX. They only sell sneakers that are brand new. Right, you send the sneakers in, and um, and then you got stores too, Flight Club, Stadium Goods. You got stores in Cali, Riff LA, and you got all these stores, Round Two, and all these stores that sell resell shoes. They don't sell shit at retail. StockX don't sell nothing retail. Everything is market value, right? Now you figure how the fuck StockX got all these shoes? Every time they drop, they got it already. It makes you wonder. The backdoor deals that are going on to keep these businesses alive. Now, granted, anybody could send sneakers to SoxX and sell them, right? But what about the exclusive shit? Because if we can't win sneakers on the sneakers app, who's winning all these shoes? Where are they going? Like, we go on every Saturday or every sneaker release and we try to buy the shoes, right? Everybody goes through this every day, every week. All right, man. Here we go again with this fucking app. Let me try to win these regular ass dunks. That are $100, right? But you go on StockX two weeks, three weeks ago, they was already on there for the high. Could have been bought them for the high. But you go try to pay retail because, nah, fuck that. I'm not paying $300 for sneakers that cost $100. I'm going to get them retail. No, you're not, motherfucker. You're not getting shit. You know why? Because Nike on the backside is hyping their brand and hyping regular shit. To the point where everything looks like it's sold out. And what people kill me, and I tell people this, I own a website, right? If I put out a product tonight, at midnight, I drop a sweater or a hat. 
I can go on that site at 12.05 and put sold out and you'll think it's sold out. Because how do you know? You don't know. You got to take what you see. And that's what fucking Nike does. People are like, yo, how does sneakers sold out at 10.01? Uh, you, you, you know they control that. You think you think you, you, so you so you think people just got them. When you go through your social media, how many people do you see each release that says got them? It'd be the same niggas all the time, right? They are people picked to win. Like they, all right, you won once, you win all the time. I've won on the sneakers app four times. Travis Scott sixes, uh, shattered backboard three point Fucking Spider-Man 1s and Off-White 4s, right? Pretty good. I haven't won shit since. I won the Off-White 4s last year, July. I haven't won shit since. Nothing. And I couldn't believe when I won the Travis Scott 6s. I was like, whoa, I won? What the fuck? I was kind of tight because I really didn't want them. <laughs> but I, I won and they took the money. So it's like, whatever. Just give me my shit. They were 270. I'm like, damn, 275. What? Whatever, I've sold them later for like 600 bucks. So win. You win, kids. You get your wares off and get rid of shit before it dies. Travis Scott f- sixes now don't go for shit now. It's like a $450 sneaker. Which is, I mean, whatever. Retail, it costs two seven and they go for two for whatever. Anyway, Nike controls that shit. They can tell you a bullshit pair of Jordans sold out. Now, when I realized shit was bullshit, it was when I worked at Foot Action. And I've seen sneakers sell out on the app and I'm at work and I'm like, we got a fucking room full of them shits. Them shits ain't sell out on that app. But it's bad business to have a shoe that you've been promoting for months sit on the app to be bought for days and days and days. It doesn't look good. The optics are bad. Like, damn, why I rush the bottom shits? Them shits are sitting on the app. So now what Nike does is everything sells out. Don't shit not sell. It's not true. It's not true. There's a finite amount of shoes put on that app for random people to win. The rest, we don't know. But I'm going to tell you what, where they go. Apparently, they went to this bitch's son. And he had all them shits wherever the fuck. I couldn't fucking believe it. The bitch quit. <laughs> she quit. The minute it leaked out. Quit. They ran a story on Business Week for her son the week before. Not even realizing, oh shit, his his mom's is shorty from Nike. I'm going to tell y'all this right now, bro. The sneaker game been dirty. It's always going to be dirty. If there's any kind of money involved, it's going to be dirty. You want to know how to get sneakers? Spend money. You want nice, exclusive, exclusive shoes? Spend money. It's the only way you're going to get it. This shit ain't meant for people to get what they want when they want. No. You don't go on a website, all right, when millions of people have been looking at these sneakers for weeks. Celebrities have them early. This is all, let me give y'all the business. Let me give y'all the background. See, people don't know sneakers. They just see what they see, and they don't know how shit works. So let me tell you how sneakers are ran out, right? Trophy Room 1s, prime example. Trophy Room 1s, the photo leaked, allegedly, right? Oh, there's a leak. These are the photo, uh, these are the, uh, Trophy room ones, the, the, the Chicago ice for the game when Jordan played an all-star game and they iced him out, wouldn't pass him the ball because he thought he was the shit and they hated on the young nigga and all that. Great. Get the story. We get it. It's Chicago's ones with an icy soul and some glitter. We want it. Niggas are seeing, oh, how many pairs? 
damn, it's only 13,000 pairs? Mm, or some, some number, I don't know if real numbers. Only like 13,000 pairs, the friends and family come with blue laces, whatever, right? First picture that leaked, Marcus Jordan was like, these are not coming out no time soon. They look for them in 2021. Whatever. Cool. That was purposely done. That's number one. Shit like that don't happen without it being known. That is a top secret kind of thing. A sneaker leaking? Get the fuck out of here, bro. It's a picture. You know what y'all doing. Y'all are starting to build the hype. The same reason why every year they put out, show you what 11s is coming right after the ones just came out. Fam, y'all just dropped. What, what 11 just came out last year? Whatever the fuck they were. I don't know. I don't bottom shits. But they dropped. They're telling you already now the cool grades coming out in December. We in March. Y'all told us this in January. For December. Cool grades 2022, 2021. Huh? So should I not buy these shits that came out this week? Because I really want those. Should I wait? No. No, no. Get them. And then get those in December. Get those too. All right, bet. I'm going to just buy it all. That's what they want. They build the hype. So when the trophy room photo leaked, they was like, okay, we see what's happening. It's coming. Cool. We ready. Only a certain amount of thousand pairs. I'm ready. All right, cool. Start seeing celebrities with them. Start seeing influences with them early. These things are gifted to certain people. Oh, you are a stylish dude. We're going to give you a bunch of these. Oh, you, yeah, you, who, who, uh, you, uh, Wale want them? Give them to Wale. Oh, he wanted giving to him. All these celebrities get these shoes early. And it's like, damn, how do these celebrities get these shoes early? Jordan brand gives it, gives it to them. The athletes that are on the brand, they're going to get them. They're going to come. Bought, basketball players get boxes of shoes monthly to their home. Remember when Lala was um, rocking, uh, what y'all, what, what, what's some sneakers Lala had on, she had on early? I forget what the fuck it was. They're like, oh, how Lala got them. Lala is Carmelo's girl. Like, that's his wife. He's, boxes of Jordans come to the house every month. And what they send them is whatever's coming out for that quarter, so which means a three-month span. So if whatever's coming out in this three-month span, here it is, early. Carmelo already got it all. So if it's only 13-something thousand pairs, there's about how many people in the company that is going to get that? Five, six, seven hundred people, including Jordan's son. I don't think Michael Jordan cares for his own shoes at this point. It's, I can get, it's me. All right? But his son got to get them. He gives them to his friends, couple rappers, you know, and then you got the other guy. They see them to people, influencers and such like that. So now they all let, they tell you it's 13,000. It's really not. And then we started seeing pictures of people with hundreds of pairs of these shits. Benjamin Kicks, one of the biggest resellers in the game, sells to DJ Khaled or used to. Uh, all the people in Miami go through Benjamin. Everybody in LA goes through Benjamin Kicks. He's a big dude. He, He's been touching pairs forever. He has like 200 pairs of these shoes that aren't even out yet. And they're like, well, how the fuck did he get them? Now we know. This lady's son been backdooring shit for years. That's why you couldn't get them shits. That's why you went on the app, on the website that day, filled out all that raffle information and got shit. Because you were never supposed to get that. Those shoes were supposed to build hype for the brand. It's a good look for the brand. You know why Nike's number one? Not because they have the best shoes. All they're selling is old shit. Everything they put out is retro. They don't have nothing new to give you. Nobody's buying the LeBrons. Nobody's buying the Kevin Durants. Nobody wants the fucking Paul Georges. You know what I'm saying? It's not like the 90s when the pennies came out. I gotta have the pennies. The Barclays came out. I gotta have the Barclays. No, they're gonna give you Barclays 30 years later. And you're gonna buy it. Because those are classics. 
How many times Barclays gonna come out, dog? How many times Penny's gonna come out? Penny only had four shoes. They've been dropping Jordan retros since 1994. Yeah. Retros have been coming out since 1994, bro. When Jordan retired, they put out the threes in 94 and the ones in 94, which is why you can find a pair of 94 breads, 94 Chicago's, 94 white cements, 94 black cements. And that shit kept going. 99, they gave you white cement fours, black cement fours. 2000, they gave you Jordan sixes. 2001, black cement threes again. And we buy them over and over and over. And this is why things don't change because we keep buying the product. But you know why it's working? Because the next generation never had those. It's not about us. It's about the kids. The kids grow up watching their young, these young nigga rappers. They go do whatever they do. Oh, shit. Pop Smoke got on Dior. I want Dior. Oh, shit. King Von, uh, uh, Lil Dirk got on, got on uh, this. I want that. The day these niggas start wearing sneakers is the day that all this shit gonna come. They just put Carmine Sixes out again for, for what? For what? Nobody was asking for that. Nobody was looking for those. Well, nobody like, damn, I wish I had Carmine's on with Nike Air on. Nobody, nobody said shit. All of this shit is planned and all of this shit is bullshit, okay? It's a lot of bullshit going on in this sneaker world. But like I say, it costs money to, to get what you want. You know, you want to avoid the headaches and all this bullshit. Cash out. Simple. Anything you want can be had with patience. Anything you want can be had with patience. Show a little patience and wait. I want Union 4s. I don't have them yet. I'm going to have them, though. I'm going to have them soon. I'm going to pay what it costs to have them. You know why? Because I'm a grown fucking man. I'm not telling myself no. Nah, man, I ain't paying 700 for them. I will. Where they at? Where they at? I'll buy them. Fucking grown. You'll pay fucking 800 in in, in designer store. Don't question them niggas at all. What makes that shoe $800 and you can't even go hooping it? You can't do shit in no designer shoe. Them shit's hurt. They not even comfortable, but y'all go pay eight, nine, twelve hundred dollars for them sneakers and can't do shit with them after two years. In two years, them Dior Chucks are gonna be what? They already washed up. Nobody's gonna wear those no more. You don't, you're not killing shit with a pair of Amiri's, Dior fucking Chucks, and a fucking shirt. Niggas did that to death. That outfit has been ran into the ground. It's not, it's not fly anymore. Like, it's like the first time niggas seen, like, ooh, the Amiri's, the Dior, cool. At this point, it's uniform. You know what I'm saying? That's like when niggas were wearing true religion with Prada's. It was like, all right, we know what you're wearing to the party. We know, we know what you're gonna wear to the party. <coughs> <laughs> True religion, your little high top Pradas, and you're gonna go in there and buy a bust a bottle. Nigga, fuck out of here. All that uniform shit niggas doing is trash. And I wanna say this too, because I've been sleep saying and holding this for a minute. That stacked denim shit is garbage, bro. Hold on. That stacked denim, that it, offset does it a lot. The Migos, they wear that often. It's the bell bottom baggy jeans. That shit is trash. And I really, I hope y'all niggas don't jump on that. It's been out for a little minute. I don't know. I don't know if y'all pay attention to all this shit, but stacked denim. Just Google it. Stacked denim. It's been running rampant lately, right? And uh, that baggy shit is for. It ain't for everybody. That baggy shit is for certain people. Like Travis Scott gets the baggy shit off. Cool. ASAP Rocky gets the baggy shit off. All right. ASAP Ferg and niggas like that. Y'all doing the baggy pants thing? I get it. That's on them. I'm not doing it, bro. I can't go back to baggy. I can't. I'm sorry. I like to know my wallet is in my pocket by like just sitting down. I don't want to have to touch my back of my thigh to know my wallet is there. I don't, I don't, I don't miss those days. No, no, not at all. 
But, um, yeah, man, listen. That Nike shit is crazy. I can't wait to see how it unfolds. Um, I don't think shit, anything is going to change at all. So don't look for that. Now. Did I even? Okay, hold on. What? Wait a minute. Wow, bro. So I got none of that on video, but it's fuck it, man. And I'm not, I'm not setting the camera up again. Whatever, it's all recorded still. So y'all ain't getting no video this week. <laughs> shit. I thought I had the shit on a uh, record, and it was not. What the fuck ever? I'm sick of this shit. I can't believe I did that. I was looking at the camera and all that, and shit wasn't even recorded. They had it on photo. Wow, Mark, what an idiot. Fucking moron. What a dick. How the fuck I do that? Uh, anyway, hope y'all hear it. I, I might have to just like screen record this and put it on my IGTV or something. That's really trash. I missed that. That was viral. Okay. Anyway, Instagram. Instagram had everybody scared last night <laughs> or the other night because they took the likes away. <laughs> Niggas lost their fucking minds. Oh my God forbid you cannot see how many motherfuckers liked your trash ass post. Oh no. Oh no. What do you mean I can't see my, my likes? What do you mean? I need to see my likes. I need to know that people care about the bullshit I posted. Right? That's what was going on last night. Everybody fucking lost their shit. Yo, why I can't see my likes? Let me tell you something about this like shit. I actually, as a person that gets likes, I love the fact that the likes was gone. I did. Because this, the, the whole Instagram got on niggas' minds is utterly ridiculous. People forget the internet is fake. The internet is not a real place. You know why the internet is not a real place? Because you can lie on the internet and nobody can really question it. For example... A nigga could take a picture with a big-ass stack of money to his face. I know this nigga don't have no money. But the people that don't know, don't know. And they're not going to check. They're going to see that and be like, oh, he got the bag. Double tap. Yeah, bro, get money. All in the comments. Bro, that is not his money. He took the picture. Here, yeah, bro, good looking. Yeah, that shit going to be hard. I'm going to get some bitches off that. Oh, they in my DMs. Like, it's, 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 it's a nasty world. It is a very nasty world we live in right now. Like the, the the shit the shit that's so crazy is it's to the point where I say it all the time the the, the image of beauty in in the world now is so fucked up. It's so fucked up because women feel less than if they don't look a certain way, and because women don't look a certain way, they will go out of their way to look like the internet. They want to wear the lace fronts. Women were never wearing wigs when I was a kid. You know why we wasn't wearing wigs? Because wigs was for old ladies. Wigs was for your aunties and your grandmas when they ain't had no hair. Because they was old as fuck. You got 18-year-old girls going to proms with a head wig, a whole wig. You're 18. Your hair is fucked up at 18? Are you balding? No, you just don't want to do your hair, but you don't want to wear your natural hair. So you'll put a fucking wig on it to look 
Like, whoever the fuck, I don't know. I still haven't got to the bottom of when this trend became a thing. Entertainers have been wearing wigs because they dance, they sweat. Cool. You bitches don't sweat. Y'all don't work out. Y'all don't do nothing. Y'all be in the house watching Netflix with a headscarf on. But when she go out, wig flowing down her back and it's all lime green. Where did we go wrong? We used to laugh at Nicki Minaj with those wigs. We did. We used to laugh at her. Like, she looked like a fucking Oompa Loompa. We used to laugh at Nicki. Now it's normal. No, no, no. No, wigs is the shit. What? What? So, a woman just getting a wash and set and her natural hair being long is not a flex no more? Oh, no. I would never wear my natural. My hair too thin. It's so thin. It's thin. Who, where do y'all get this from? And you know what's crazy? Because women no longer try to please men visually, they do what they want to do and what they think beautiful is to them. And if you ask a man, do you like wigs? He's nine out of 10. He's going to say, I really don't care for them shits, but what can you do? Everybody looks the same. You know what I mean? Like men are more natural than women. Now the niggas is going natural. Every nigga you see got locks. Every nigga you see got, they growing their hair. You know what I'm saying? Every nigga you see now that can grow their hair is growing it. And it's, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> the makeup thing, the makeup thing went crazy. Like, like, <laughs> this is the internet. Girls sit and watch bitches on YouTube do makeup all day. Women really stress about not having their eyelashes done. That's a problem to them. That stresses them out. Oh my God, my eyelashes. Oh my God, my eyebrows. How many times you watched a girl do a story and she said, oh my God, I know it look crazy right now, but listen, guys. Who, wait, wait, you hated on yourself from the rip? Nobody said nothing yet. Nobody's seen this yet. You didn't post it yet. Like, so when the process of you posting this, you saw yourself and said, I look crazy. And instead of just fixing the shit, you just addressed it before somebody else could say it. Because, you know, women's biggest fear is embarrassment. A woman's biggest fear is embarrassment. And if they say that's not true, they're lying. If it's not your biggest fear, why you hate being cheated on? Because it's embarrassing, right? Okay, then. So shut the fuck up. Anyway, it's got women that are normal running out to do things that is not normal. Bitch, you work for MTA. Why you want your body done? So you could be in a uniform with a fat ass and big titties underneath a uniform all day? Bitches don't get their bodies done to be normal. They get their bodies done to change their lifestyles. I want to find a nigga with a bag. How can I attract him when I'm in this uniform all day? I need to get my body done and get out there. That's how you, usually the, the, the reasoning of why women get their body done. I want to be better than what I feel I am. So I'm going to get my body done. I'm going to pop out on these niggas. And I'm going I'm to I'm I'm be lit. And I'm going to be doing the trips. I'm going to be with the rich niggas. I'm going to be in the area. I'm going to be in the spot. I'm going to get money. Niggas is going to be paying me to see me. Right? That is, the, that is the overall reason why most women on the internet do their bodies. To become something they never were. Why are you bitches getting your body done to go back to work? Who, who are you doing this? You, you, so you got your body done for you to, to, to stay with regular niggas? Wait, wait. So you ain't to tell me, bitch. You don't even spend all that money to get your tummy tucked in and your ass fat and your titties big to date a regular nigga? You, you. So you mean this nigga not going to be flying you out? This nigga don't have the bag. This nigga's a normal nigga just like you, but you got your body done for who? 
For you, right? Okay, cool. I get it. Great. Now, the men you're going to attract are going to be an upper echelon of men because now you look like a small percentage of women. You were in the minority of the allegedly beautiful women, right? This is what the internet says. If you don't look this way, you ain't shit according to the internet, right? So you be just doing your body to still be regular? I explain it to me. I, I want to know. And then women always say lies. I'm not doing it for niggas. I'm doing it for me. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. No, you are not. No, you're not. You're not doing your body for you. You're not going to get surgery when nothing is wrong with you. Just for you. You're not. Yo, y'all don't stop this shit. Bitch, you're not going to get your body done because you want to look at yourself. You want attention. You go on Instagram and you constantly see these same type of women. And you like, damn, I want some of that. And they'll sit there and lie to you and say, nah, that's not true. You're lying, bro. Why you think niggas scam? Niggas scam because when they go on the internet and see little Dirk and Meek and them niggas, and they see niggas with real money, they want to look like them niggas. How the fuck can I look like that nigga with a job? I can't, ain't no job going to get me that kind of chain. Ain't no job going to get me that kind of car. I got to get in the streets. Now let's flip it to a woman. Your body ain't getting you no fucking NBA nigga. Them titties ain't getting you no NBA nigga. You know why? Them niggas got to pick it a little. They can have whoever they want. Why they want you when you regular? You got to be above average now. The only way you're going to be that way is if you get your body done. So you mean to tell me you got your body done to date regular niggas? Normal, broke, broke ass, bum ass niggas you been dealing with as you are. You got your body done to continue fucking with those kind of niggas? Shut the fuck. Get the... I'm getting hot now, bro. I'm getting upset. <laughs> that ass. Like, I, I don't understand women, man. And these, this like shit is what's doing it. Now, I wrote some things in my story last night about this. Got a lot of responses. So I'm going to read these as I wrote them. IG taking away likes was necessary. People was doing the dumbest shit for likes. This shit is fake and maybe now people realize what social media was for. Excuse me. Staying connected with people you actually know. That was the purpose of all social media. To stay in contact with people you know. Now listen, we went to high school together. I don't have your number, but you was always a cool nigga. I follow you on MySpace. I know you. Oh shit, you had a baby. Congrats. Oh shit, you on vacation, bro. Enjoy. People you actually knew. And then it started to split out into strangers. And it became, how many followers can you get on MySpace? Can I get a celebrity to follow me on MySpace? And then from MySpace, he went to Facebook. Facebook used to be only for college niggas, and then it became for everybody. So now people on Facebook were just adding niggas they did not know just so they could look like they got a bunch of friends. But it didn't mean shit, because if your post's not getting no traction, who cares how many people you got friends of? Who's in your comments? When you post, how many likes is your shit getting? Maybe without responding, you just post the shit and it's blank. So Facebook, for some people, don't really work. They don't really fuck with it because they don't get no attention there. Then came Twitter. Oh, Twitter. All right. This little community in here. We tweeting. You know, we all tweeting. Shit, you know, at the beginning of Twitter was beautiful. Hashtags and, you know, you get onto a hashtag and you could, like, really get your shit off there. And then Twitter became celebrity. And once celebrities got on Twitter, it became a clout chase of how can I get these celebrities to follow me and... How can I get this celebrity to respond to me? And it's with, with Twitter, celebrities became more visible. Like Fab on Twitter early was very good because Fab, we got to see a side of Fab. Nobody really knew. We didn't know Fab was funny like that. We always heard the music. 
punchlines and shit, all the street fitter them and all that, all the gangster tough shrap shit. And now we see Fab on Twitter with jokes and it's like, yo, Fab is funny, bro. It's a cool nigga, man. Fuck with Fab. That shit helped him. It helped him. It kept him relevant. And social media did that for celebrities. But for regular people like us, it was always to stay in touch with people you actually know until it wasn't. Right? So now, hopefully it gets more organic now. The mental strain this app has on people is ridiculous. People sad because nobody's liking their pics. People are risking freedom for likes. Enough was enough. I actually get likes and I don't mind this shit. I get likes on pictures. I don't care. It happens. Am I following? I didn't, I didn't, I don't do anything special to have 14,000 followers. But what I learned to come to realize is I'm good at the internet. That's why I have a following. I'm not afraid to post myself. I'm not afraid to express myself. I'm not afraid to embarrass myself. I'm me. People fuck with that. So people follow it. I get DMs from strangers all the time. Yo, I'm from so-and-so, man. I fuck with the pod. I love y'all niggas for that, bro. I really do. Like I tell you all the time, the, the, the most support you're going to get not going to be from people you know because they know you. They never going to see you in a higher light. They don't never want to see you as doing better than them. So they're always going to like, like kind of divert from what you're doing. You always will get the most love from strangers. And if you don't believe that, start something up and watch who supports you first or the most consistent. It's going to be people you barely know. People you don't know. I have friends I made from Instagram that I've met in real life, and I'm cooler with them than niggas I've known my whole life. That's a fact. I got people that I've met twice that support me every time I do something. I drop a hoodie. I got a homegirl. Shout out to Sessa. If I drop a hoodie she likes, she's going to buy it. Every time she'll repost it. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to you, Sessa. We was talking earlier in DM about sneakers and shit. But she always show love, bro. And she don't do that. Because I asked her to. She does that because she fucks with me and she likes what I make. That's it. She don't do that because she don't want no uh, repost or some kind of clout. No, she really genuinely fucks with what I make and she supports it. There's other people too that, that support me that I barely know like that. You know what I'm saying? We met through Instagram. She had sneakers, I had sneakers. Oh, there we go, we friends. So now we cool through the years. You know, you watch each other. Yo, that's what's up, bro. You doing your thing. Yo I'm, yo, I'm happy for you. You got engaged. That's beautiful. Congrats. True support and friendship. It be people you've known your whole life. They won't like your pictures. They won't comment under your shit, but they'll look at you. And when they see you in person, yo, how was Puerto Rico? Don't ask me how Puerto Rico was. Nigga, you see my pictures, ain't like one of them. Not that I give a fuck, but I kind of do because it's like, why are you acting like that? <laughs> Are we friends or not? Like, nigga, I like your shit when you go. I don't, I'm not a hater. But you got to understand, some people can't see you past a certain light because they know you. And that's fine. That's just the way it is. That's just how life works sometimes. But um, next, Instagram had us laughing at people. This is this right here. This one is the one for me. Instagram had us laughing at people with mental disabilities. We made them celebrities. We made people famous. From likes and follows. Understand what I'm telling you. These people didn't have talent. They didn't have a product to sell you. They sold you themselves. And we laughed at them and only supported them because we were laughing at them. They were being themselves. When they realized people were laughing, they fed into it. People got around them and started to push them. Like, hold up. You got mad followers. Damn, people fucking with you. Yo, we got to push this shit. Let's see if we can get booked for a club and get hostings. They got A-Town hosting clubs. Like, we did that. 
We that we 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 pushed celebrity without having talent. Like you don't have to have a talent to be famous anymore. There was a time when the goal was to get on TV. You know how hard it was to get on TV? It was very hard. Before the internet, you were only famous if you were on television. If you wasn't on television, you were a nobody. The only way you became somebody was like if you had a bunch of money. Drug dealers. You know what I'm saying? They were famous because they were around celebrities. They had shit regular folks didn't have. So that you looked at them differently. Damn, this thing got a damn thing got another BMW. Damn, look at this thing got a chain. He's not a celebrity. He's a regular dude, but he get money. So that made you street famous. But we made people famous that wasn't even that. These niggas wasn't street famous. They wasn't shit. They was a regular ass dude, had a mental disability, and people exploited that to make money off them, and we supported it. Blindly. Never even thought about the day. Now ask yourself, when the last time you seen A-Town on your Instagram feed? When the last time you even looked at his page? In 2012, you was all on his shit. Reposting his shit. Singing the bird song. All that dumb shit y'all was doing. We made them celebrities. Not because they were talented, no. Simply because they were. They really thought y'all fucked with them and y'all didn't. Reposting them got you likes. Ice JJ Fish puts out a music video. People are laughing at him, reposting it on their page, imitating him, copying him to get the likes that he got. Making fun of this kid. He was dead seriously trying to sing. He thought people fucked with him. Where was, when the last time you seen Ice JJ Fish? When the last time y'all went to his page? When the last time you reposted his music? You haven't. You know why? Because he was never talented and you never gave a fuck. These people come and go. Because of attention. Attention is the new currency. And when you run out of attention, people look at you like you're broke. That's 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 the real truth, bro. And it's fucking sad. Ice JJ Fish, Welvin, A-Town, remember them? If they weren't mentally challenged, nothing they did would be funny. That shit was insane to me. Then the way Instagram changed the conception of beauty, holy shit. I just talked about this. Wigs galore. Makeup got extreme. This is a trend and women will die about them wigs. If a lace front got you 25 likes, you wouldn't put the shit on. The reaction of the post is why a lot of people do what they do. Let's not even get into how everybody's trying their hardest to look rich with no accomplishments, just materialistic bullshit. I could go on all day about this. People want to look like it. They don't necessarily want to be it. That is the problem we have in this world right now. These niggas don't want to be rich. They want to look it. So they're going to make sacrifices to look a way that they're not. You got $2,000 jeans on and your mother went to work this morning. If that ain't trifling, I don't know what is. Tell your mother how much them sneakers cost, bro. And she in here talking about bills. But you won't scam a light bill. You won't scam a mortgage payment. You won't scam a car. No, I don't even know how that works. I don't do this shit. But y'all niggas are damn sure run up in a designer store and scam all your little money up to go to a party. And then we'll post yourself with the bags like you really like that. And you broke. You don't have shit. You have shit that money buys. You don't have any fucking money. Bait down, a merry down, everything foreign. And you broke. Where you live, bro? You still in the hood. You ain't rich, nigga. You don't, you don't got no money. You just got a bunch of shit to fool bitches to think you really getting it and you don't. Y'all niggas was banging dominoes. 
really scamming for food. Couldn't even eat out your, you couldn't even get a hero. Really? Like, I grew up around hustlers. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. I grew up around niggas that really did real shit. Sold drugs for real. Got real money. Had real shit. Like, lived a real life of luxury for real. Not this shit y'all niggas doing with y'all Airbnb, written party, having shit. None of that young, stupid shit y'all niggas do now. And then get online and tell on yourself. Dumbass. It's like I always say. If you had nowhere to post all this bullshit, would you still be doing it? If you didn't have nowhere to post your little jeans, if you didn't have nowhere to post money to your ear, would you do it? Would you still do that shit? Would you come outside with a big ass knot of money to your ear and on the block? You would never do that. You would never fucking do it. Never. You would never post money like that. You wouldn't fucking do it. Real hustlers don't never show what they do. You'll see what it gets me, but you ain't gonna see what I do. I'm not showing you what I do. Stupid ass. Come find out. See it in real life. I'm not showing it. I'm not going to post that. Real hustlers don't even use the internet. The internet? The internet get niggas indicted. Niggas are getting fed time for the internet. For real. Like niggas forgot Bobby went to jail for telling on himself. Did y'all forget that shit? Can I talk my shit again? I know we happy Bobby and Rowdy home, but I understand why they went in there. He told on himself on a song. And went to jail. I don't know. No disrespect, but that's the truth. They went through his lyrics. Who shot who? Who did what? You giving names? Oh, we racking all these niggas up. Bring them in. Years of your life taken away for what? For what? A moment? Was it worth it, bro? If you was, if you was putting money to your ear on my, would you put money to your ear on my space? No. Niggas, we are wearing fake jewelry because the attention, the real shit brings you. You can't make this shit up. You can be anybody on social media. And once you get a little clout, people just dick rod you no matter how lame you was before Instagram. A lot of you niggas was pussy and still pussy and still lame. I don't give a fuck how much change you got. I remember you, dude. You was a bitch. You still a bitch to me. I don't give a fuck what you got. I don't care who you fucked. You're a bitch. You're a pussy. We used to beat you up in school, bro. You ain't tough because you got money now. Money don't make you tough. The niggas you hang with don't make you tough. The niggas around you was tough. You're butt. So what are we talking about right now? Why should I respect you? What you do to make me respect you, nigga? You ain't better than me. I'm real. That makes me better than you off rip. I don't give a fuck what you got. I know who I am. I'm still the same me, nigga. Mentally, I didn't change for the internet. I'm who I am, and I'm going to stay this way because this is what I know. I don't know how to be nothing else but me. And I'm not trying to be nobody else but me. Imagine the stupid niggas in jail because they couldn't keep shit to themselves. Tell your celly why you in there for real. Tell him you in there because you was a bum that hit a lick and told on yourself so he can take your fucking butt. Tell him that. Tell him that, yeah, I was scamming, bro, and posting shit. And niggas caught me because of that. Bend over. Straight up. Straight up. Now we gonna take your butt. Oh, you, you, you ain't even tough. So you, you niggas gave you seven years for scamming, bro? Bend over, nigga. You're a bitch. I'm in here for real shit. I did real work in the streets. Really put it on the line. You was running in fucking sacks. I fuck you up in this cell right now. 
You kidding me? Hey, yo, this nigga in here for scamming, yo. What? Scam? What? Go ahead. Niggas are scamming just to have clothes and ugly sneakers to impress women who would pay them no mind without the bullshit they have. Was it worth it? Then you come home, do the shit again, and go right back. Was it worth it? You've been in jail since the iPhone 6, bro. Was it worth it? Was it worth it? I watched Bobby and Rowdy on live, and they didn't know how to flip the camera. Rowdy didn't know how to flip the camera on live. He didn't know how to flip the camera. You can't make this shit up. I watched it, bro. Bobby and Rowdy's on live, and Rowdy does not know how to flip the camera. He's still in his 20s. Don't know how to use iPhone because he spent the last six years in jail. You know how far phones have come in six years? I have an uncle doing years. He's not going to know what the fuck to do when he get out. He's not going to know what's going on. A cell phone where you could see the person you talking to? When he went to jail, flip phones was lit. He's been in there since 2000. He don't know what the fuck we got now. An Apple Watch? What? You could answer your watch and talk on it? Yes, um, you can. So you can send a text from your watch. Yeah. What else can you do? Pretty much everything, bro. <laughs> Listen to music. Yeah, it's a lot of things you could do off a watch now, bro. Wow. That watch got to be like $20,000. It's $400. What the fuck? Yeah, it's $400. That's crazy. Technology got cheap. A cell phone in the 80s was $1,000. A cell phone now, you go in there, you don't got to put money down if you're upgrading. It's free. Walk out of here with a brand new fucking phone, you got to pay shit. Wow. Now, here we go with this is um, this. Is, I want to get this off for the women. Let's not even talk about the women who ran to get surgery because they, they felt less than without it. So you got your body done to go to work still. You a bad bitch for regular niggas. What a joke. Listen, everything is not for everybody. Them women's body is their business. That's how they eat. What the fuck you in the post office for with them new big ass titties and ass for to sit there and sell stamps. Really? You got your body done to wear a uniform, idiot. You don't get your body done to continue a regular lifestyle, and that's what they didn't tell you. You think Bernice punches a fucking clock? This internet shit got y'all lost, and a lot of y'all are too old for this shit. You, some women don't have not one kid, but you ran to get your body done. If you don't sit your regular ass down and be okay with being normal, there's no shame in being normal. There's no shame in being a regular person that goes to work, comes home, and relaxes at the end of the day. There's no shame in that. I don't know why y'all think y'all got to be special and important and known and popular. There's no shame in being a normal person. That is actually the most preferred life. I'd rather just have a bunch of money and nobody know who I am. Who the fuck wants to be known everywhere you go? People walk up to me in public and it still freaks me out. Oh, shit, Fresh Fiend. What? I'm like, I don't even know this nigga. Who is that? What's up, bro? How you been? Yo, I fuck with the pod. Oh, that's love, bro. Thank you, bro. Yeah, yo, last week, that episode. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. I walk away and I'm like, what the fuck? And you know, you don't want to come off like an asshole, but it's still weird to me. That's always been weird to me that people, I, I don't see myself that way. I don't see myself as somebody like that. I don't see myself as somebody. I don't know how other people see me. I wish I could. But it's humbling. Like, damn, people really fuck with what I do. Like, keep going. That's why I keep doing this shit. If my podcast got no, I would have quit this shit years ago. But people fuck with it. People look forward to it. When I take weeks off, you're like, yo, man, you missed two. What the fuck? We ain't get no pod this week. I get pressed. (laughs) 
People look forward to Thursday morning when they see that notification. And I love that. I thank y'all so much, and I hope I don't never let y'all down, man. For real, because, you know, who am I? I'm just a, a guy from Brooklyn with, with an opinion. And I express my opinion. Anybody can do this. You just got to not be afraid of what people going to say to you. Like, I, don't, I'm not, I don't fear the, um, the backlash of what my words may say with me in return. You know, I don't come on here purposely giving negative energy. I don't come on here and try to hurt anybody purposely. I speak my mind. You can, you can disagree. It's okay. Uh, that's fine. I, mean, you don't, I don't expect to be right all the time. I'm not always right. I know that. But I just get here and I share what I feel about things. And it's kind of like some kind of therapy for me. I come here. I've been sitting here for 64 minutes talking. I'm just in a studio by myself talking. But I know people listen. So I, 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 this is why I do this. But, it, you know, it's not all it's cracked up to be. You know what I mean? It's not all it's cracked up to be. This shit is fun, but sometimes it gets a little crazy, you know? And I know, no, no, and don't think it's all love and people just like all love me. I get, I get fucking, I get hate too. I get hate. I get negative comments. You know what I'm saying? I get people that try to bait me into going back and forth and I get people making fake pages to talk shit to me. And, and I, I'll say this again. Like if you're going to make a fake page to talk shit to me, yeah, come on dog. Really? <laughs> what are you talking? What are you doing? My nigga? Life is way too short to waste energy on shit like that. Like why? Get off my dick. Seriously. <laughs> I, I, it happens often. Like I, I, I get in my DM and it's a person with no followers. They follow two people. And the private empty page. Hey, yo, you a bitch. You think you know what you're doing? You don't, you don't know shit. You a bitch. You don't get no bitches. And I'm like, yo, whoever this is needs to really get their life together. You do. Because if I can make you feel that way, you, you, got, you really got to get it together, my nigga. Or a female, whoever the fuck. You really got to get it together. You know what I'm saying? And I, 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 I got a message the other day. I read it and I'm like, yo, this person wants attention and you're not going to get it from me. My attention is too expensive. You know this. I'm not going to repost it. I'm not going to post it. You're not getting no light. Your words will only go to me and they will stop there, my nigga. That's that. Um, But yeah, that was the whole my little spiel about the Instagram taking likes away. They have put them back. However, the likes are back now. So if you, you go, you enjoy. You know, Soldier Boy was like, man, Instagram, y'all take my likes. I'm finna get off this shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else is happening? Yeah, my dog is my dog is adorable. He's beautiful. I love her. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, man, we got new music. New music. Bryson Tiller, um, he dropped the uh the Lux. It's uh it's like Five more songs, I want to say. Um, that losing focus record is hard. That losing focus record is very tough. Um, I might give you that at the end. Currency dropped his collection agency, and uh, Currency was talking to my soul when I was in my drawers on the balcony smoking weed in Puerto Rico. Very, very, very vibey. 
man, that nigga don't miss, man. That nigga come and see. But that's uh, that's about it for the new music. Uh, I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna leave it alone. This six nine kid. Now I usually don't speak on Duke, and I'm not gonna speak on him now. I'm just gonna say this. He's crazy. This nigga's really, really pushing it. And that's all I'm going to say about that. If y'all don't know what's going on, I, you go, go on your gram or go to his page or whatever. You get your information for hood, rap your shit. But this nigga's going, he's, he's really, really dragging it. And it's getting crazy. Um, okay. Next. Let's see here. What the fuck am I on? Oh, I'm uh, I'm uh, I started watching. What is this shit? I was watching on Hulu. Shit is fire too. I'm gonna tell y'all right now. I was watching it earlier. Uh, this name of the show is Hip Hop Undercover. Sorry. Very, very, very dope documentary series. Uh, it focuses on Deb. Big Deb, Waka Flocka's mom, uh, Deb's brother, um, Big U, um, Haitian Jack, and who was the other one? Damn. I think that was the four. Big U, Haitian Jack, Deb, Auntie, and her brother. I think it was them four. I might be missing somebody, but that's the four I remember. Very, very good documentary. It's taking you to the roots of hip-hop. All the way through to the West Coast, East Coast era. Um, I'm on episode four. Very, very good. Dope as fuck. Also, the Biggie movie on Netflix. It was all a dream. Not the movie, but the Biggie documentary. Super fucking fire. It's so good, y'all. Check that out. That Biggie doc. It's not getting a lot of traction. I ain't seeing people talking about it, but it's dope. Um, A good movie. I care a lot. I watched it last week. I watched pieces of it, but um, it was good from what I saw. My boy is in it from uh, from um, Game of Thrones. Tyrion, that's my dog. Shout out Tyrion Lannister, the last Lannister left. You know what I'm saying? He was the last one in the Game of Thrones. He's the only one. You know what I'm saying? Cersei's gone. Jaime's gone. His father's gone. All his nephews is gone. So, yeah. Tyrion was the last Lannister standing, even though he was a bad dwarf. Um, <laughs> what else is happening? Let's see. Let's go. Uh, let's see here. Okay. Oh, Mississippi also lifted the COVID thing. Mississippi. So President Biden... During a press conference, was asked his thoughts around an announcement. He told reporters, I think it's a big mistake. I hope everybody realized by now these masks make a difference. Biden continued, we are on the cusp of being able to fundamentally change the nature of this disease because of the way we're able to get vaccines in people's arms. Mm-hmm. So um, they dropped another, co- uh, uh, they dropped an emergency COVID vaccine, a Johnson & Johnson one. I think that one is a one-shot vaccine. Uh I still will not be taking that shit. So fuck out of here. Wendy Williams <laughs> also said, nah, bro, not taking that shit. Now, I hope I can find it. I didn't save it. 
Yeah, let's see if it pops up when I search the hashtag for Wendy. Well, yeah, Wendy said she ain't fucking with it. She was on an interview with Dr. Oz, and um, he was like, are you going to take the vaccine? She was like, no. Was like, oh, so now there are going to be millions of people that watch Wendy Williams, and they're not going to take it because Wendy's not taking it. I'm like, listen, if niggas don't want to take a vaccine because of Wendy Williams, then that's on they, that's they fucking crazy on their own. But, um... Yeah, Wendy Williams says she ain't taking that shit. And I cannot find... Oh, this might be right here. Here we go. Planning on getting your vaccine. No. Wait, let's bring it so, back. So, are you planning on getting your vaccine? No. 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 I don't trust it. I've never gotten the flu shot either, though. And you and I have talked about that. And several of the doctors on my team talked to me about, Wendy, we'll get the flu shot. I've never had the flu. I'm not getting a flu shot. I very rarely get a cold. I never have headaches. I don't take an aspirin because I feel my heart murmur or something like that. I'm not getting. No, I don't trust it. There, I said it. Yeah. So let me go back to vaccines for a second, because what you say and believe is so important to a lot of people. I mean, millions and millions of Americans are going to say, Wendy Williams didn't get a vaccine, so I don't want to get a vaccine. So let me just ask you, if there's anything that could happen that would make you feel comfortable, 10 million people get vaccinated without a problem. Your neighbor gets vaccinated. A sibling, your son gets vaccinated. Someone that's dear to you gets vaccinated and does well. That might make you think, you know, just to get past the hassle of having to lie on my back, recovering from COVID-19 or maybe not recovering, uh, is not worth the risk that I might actually consider this vaccine. I'm not getting the vaccine. There's Listen, 10 million people and more have the flu vaccine. And how many people per year catch the flu? You know, uh, I, I no, I'm not getting the vaccine, Dr. Oz. I'm not. I don't trust it. And is there something in particular you don't trust about it? The fact that it was made quickly, the fact that we don't have enough follow up. What, what, what specifically is bothering you about it? Doctors are really smart people, but doctors don't know everything. And that's been proven as well. I'm not getting the vaccine. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't get the vaccine, everybody watching. I'm just saying I'm not getting the vaccine. Ladies and gentlemen, Wendy Williams. (laughs) I feel you, Wendy. I ain't getting that fucking vaccine either. I, and I'll see you next year. If y'all, if y'all good by next year, then maybe we can work it out. You know what I'm saying? I, I got to see. Because they now they're they, they going to, they gonna, listen, they're going to figure out some way to get that vaccine in people. They're going to pull some shit where like, look, bro, you want to travel? We'll open all this shit up. Everybody get vaccinated. You think niggas won't run and get it? Yo, bro, you got to get it. They're going to open everything. Nigga, I wouldn't give a fuck. I don't go nowhere. <laughs> I don't fucking where where we gonna go the club nigga fuck the club the club in Mikasa I got a fucking moonlight and all that dude. I got weed here I got wine I got my dog nigga I don't need no goddamn fucking vaccine y'all can have it enjoy I hope I pray everything is cool my mom about to get it told her ass don't get it my grandma got it that that you know I didn't like that either but what I'm gonna tell them they old and the old people will worry oh I'm gonna get me that vaccine okay grandma. I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> I'm not going to win that one. So I'm not even going to, you know, you got to pick your battles. Um, Real quick, I want to say a shout out to um, Lyric Chanel. Um, This is the young lady who um 
has been diagnosed with, uh, I believe, uh, brain cancer, brain cancer. And, um, man, she was getting a lot of love. And she, they told, they told her mom that, um, she's dying and she only has days to live. And that's very sad. You know, um, a lot of celebrities show love to her, uh, especially Trader Truth. Shout out to Trader Truth, Little Duval. Um, a lot of people show love to her and came to see her and kept her in good spirits. But, you know, unfortunately, you know, she, she might not make it, man. But let's keep her in our prayers and uh, we praying for her. And I hope everything is okay. But I hope the family, I pray for strength for the family. You know, that's very sad. Um, moving forward. So uh, the rumors of Lauren London being pregnant. There was a rumor going around. Lauren London is pregnant. Oh, my God. She pre- who, who the hell's the father? She was shooting a movie with Michael B. Jordan. So all of you people that jumped on her. And even if she was pregnant. It's not your fucking business. She owes you nothing. Okay. Yes, we all love Nipsey. We all love Nip. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. But he's not here anymore. Lauren has to move on with her life. So, you know, at some point she will. Okay. And the nerve of people to kind of like talk about her because of this was insane to me. Like, this is the shit people run from. This is the that celebrity shit is nasty because everybody got an opinion on shit that has nothing to do with them. It is none of your business. None. That shit don't got shit to do with you. What does Lauren being pregnant have to do? Even if she was, what does that have to do with your day to day life? People are so entitled. You know what I'm saying? It's not like she posted her belly. It was a rumor. And it was only a rumor because people don't know shit. You know what I'm saying? She's not an out person. Like, even when Lauren was with Nipsey, it kept it low. They always kept their business low. Always. When Nipsey was pregnant with, um, with Nipsey's baby, that, 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 even that, she, that was slow. She, you know what I'm saying? That came out when she was ready for that to come out. You know what I mean? But um, rest in peace, Nipsey. And um, God bless Lauren. And I'm looking forward to the movie. She's doing a movie with Michael B. Jordan. It's pretty big. Um... The name of the movie is uh, Without Remorse. And um, yeah, it looks like it looks gonna, like it's going to be pretty good. So I look forward to uh, checking that out. Um, yeah, man. OK, I think I uh, man, I think that's enough. I think I'm good. I think I pretty much touched on everything I want to talk about. And. um, Yeah. I think I'm going to play a tune and I'm going to um, play a couple tunes. I'm going to wrap the show. Had a good show. Good show. 80 minutes of me giving up some good shit, man. I think this show is way better than last week. Last week I was tired, bro. I was tired. I was ready to go. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's get into some music. Uh, this is Currency, Jermaine Dupree. Love this record. Jermaine Dupree also loves this record. Friends 
kill How that shit feel You not equipped for the feel And they smell fear Cloud darkin' as they draw near How'd you get here? Shit like a shitty record deal Pulled up on factory wheels With the racing gear I commit a million a pill No back and forth with a boss Who could have you brought up In the trunk of a car At that point it's past talk So you should leave in a park That's way more smart and dry I put years into this art You cannot compare me Went from hood rich to wealthy A pandemic outside I'm trying to stay healthy God help me I'm dope as fuck they have for me And airports cause dogs smell me Y'all sketchy That's why y'all can't catch me Try to text me Five Chevys front the house I'm inside Smoked out with some NBA socks on Cause a nigga ballin' huh Threw me in the hole Put on hella gold and then I crawled out, brought them cars out, turned some broads out, underground superstars. Now, bitch, what you talking about? I put the homies in position to get millions. Pretty deuce every year, I get a new Bentley. Thumbing through binges, roll gold forges, looking like the largest pennies underneath the foreign. Success make you a target in my city. I'm never sleeping, but I dream big. As a teen, I watch MTV Trill, Jermaine Dupree had the Continental T in the garage You say you ain't a big dog Unless you got one of these And now I'm driving precision Because now I'm that nigga Some of my cars self-pub But I don't trust it on them funky bitches Who think they smart Play Mario Kart with their hearts T.O.G. not slow I low-key take you apart Simple as pimping the pentathon The motherfucking dog Now I'm missing my mark Game winner from the three-point arc A dozen Lamborghinis in the That was Currency Jermaine Dupree. And now we go play some of this Bryson. This is my favorite song off the little five he gave. This is Losing Focus. Dirty looks, cause they know a lot. A hundred witchy, yeah, they know I'm not. Give a 25, not a whole lot. A new text, you would be a long shot. Could these conversations been bone dry? You know that I've been in my zone. I, I fought around and made this song. I, I hope you 
going out for a long drive Listen to me right my wrongs I did wrong, baby, I ain't gon' lie Long song, don't need a long time I need a phone line Should I hit up 305? She don't know, me oh my Shoot the Eddie, I bet I be on time It's true that he lit like me on sign But you get it lit, well, hey, be on mine Cool as it is, you don't need my shine Took a lot of time just to free my mind Cause I got too many Thoughts packed, I got too many Caught lacking in the coop with the new boo I should've had the coop tenant You the baddest, yeah, the shoes fitting What's that, Gucci or Bushin? It got new D or three new Fendi This I'm foolish, I'm proving it with a GG Now that's a guilt gift Looking at the hands that I built with And I'm thinking about the things that I will fix And I know you gotta heal just a little bit But I will fix it Torn, all we needed was a little stitch And when I got money, should've been chill with it Instead I act on me, been chill quiz. I know it's wet, honey, got me feeling sick Must be the jack, honey, cause I found someone different tonight And we shared, we shared a ton of nights And we shared stories about life And wrongs, I'm still right, right, right And I know it don't make no sense I don't wanna lose your love, how do we save it? Girl, I used to be your favorite Till I got lost, found me, baby And I lost phone cause I had it located But did you notice, baby? That was Bryson Tiller. I'm sorry, I'm over here doing mad shit. <laughs> that was Bryson Tiller. Losing focus. Love that song. Uh, okay, shit, I got... Yo, check this out, man. I got... I got other shit. I ain't even gonna hold you. I got... I got some other heat, but I'm a... I'm a chill. I think I'm a... Yeah, I think I'm a... Um, yeah, I think I think I'm gonna just end it right here. I think I did enough for the night. <laughs> think I did enough for the night. Let me see. Do I have anything else I want to hit y'all with? Hmm, I'm gonna give y'all one more. This is Fabo. Can I come inside? Of his EP, Free. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me run that back. That that drop in is very, very fire. I don't know if I played this or not. Played a lot of music last episode. I don't know if I gave y'all this one, but this is Fabo. Can I come inside? Margarita, 
Drinking margaritas, mixing In and out of cold, the cars I was solo with you Teenage crush, nothing major Wonder if you ever got away, girl It's amazing You ain't on a grandmother book You ain't got a Twitter yellow Wonder who you rolling at the blood Is it fly enough? Is the vibe enough, babe? Are you high enough, babe? was Fable, Can I Come Inside. I'm still working on this playlist, y'all. I'm working on this uh, r playlist that I'm going to give out to everybody very soon. I'm um, still working on it, adding pieces, adding songs. You know, I want to make sure that, um, you know, it's, it's, it's vibes all the way through. You know what I mean? So, you know, I'm working on everything and all that and all that. Um... Damn, I'm looking for another one. I don't think I got another one to give niggas, man. It's just, I'm taking this playlist very personal. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm curating the best of the best there. Um, yeah. So I need to update my stoner playlist because this shit is like, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to end this show. I'm in a good mood, so I'm going to give y'all a good, a good one to end off the pod and y'all can... If y'all in the car, y'all in work, or y'all at the crib, I want to give y'all something to vibe to. So it's like, oh, we running back. So I'm going to give y'all, uh, the man, me and my man's, <laughs> me and my man Cedric used to go crazy when this video used to come on back in high school. Uh, this is Jagged Edge. Y'all go, y'all going to know it when y'all hear it. But when this used to come on, we used to jump up like we was these niggas, bro. <laughs> All right, this is my old school for the week. I think I'm going to do this every week now. Give y'all one old school song every week. Is this? I, I, you know, my music catalog is pretty fast. You know, I'm getting the older I get, the more musical knowledge grows. But this is all jagged. I ain't gonna tell you the name of the song, but this, this song, me and my man Cedric, Cedric, if you listen and salute my brother here in Boston. We used to sing this in the crib. We used to pull up, bro. Remember back in the day, this like ninth, tenth grade.
was jagged ass she can't love man and wait that's ooh that was my shit in high school nigga what boy R&B man listen I know I love hip hop but R&B will always be my favorite music always love fucking R&B man nothing sets the mood like some R&B my nigga speaking of that this is episode hold on let me cause I said in the beginning I wasn't sure what episode it was I'm gonna tell you right now for sure 168 this episode 160, I think I said that though, 168. Episode one, we almost at 170, y'all. We almost, we close to 200. Oh, we coming up on 200. 200 might be what? Damn, that ain't going to be till like next year. Fuck. Yeah, that'll be 2022. Damn, but 200, we got to do it big. We got to do a big 200. <laughs> episode 100, I did at my crib. Had some guests over and we had some guests on. Wasn't my best episode, but we, we, we tried. You know what I mean? We tried. But episode 200... Oh, man, we might go up for that one. We're going to have to. It's going to have to be up and stuck on that one. Up and it's stuck. So this is the slang these children use. Anyway, this is episode 168. I'm getting out of here. I got some new weed at the crib. I ain't smoked since I came back from Puerto Rico. I've been back since Monday night. I haven't smoked since. I got some new weed this afternoon. I didn't smoke it because I had to take Gigi to the groomer. And then I tried to come get a nap before the pod. But I'm done now. I'm going to go home and order me some food. Right. I'm going to finish watching that hip hop documentary. I'm going to watch for life because for life came on tonight. I'm going to watch. I got to finish episode the last the season finale of your honor. I didn't finish that yet. I'm going to watch that tonight and I'm going to watch some more wrestling. And that is my night, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to go cuddle with my dog because she can get on the bed now. because She got a haircut. I don't let you get on the bed when she thick like that because she be having like a Furby smelling and 
you know, I don't even walk on when it rains when your hair is thick like that. She be smelling like wet dog. But now she clean. My baby got her sweater on. Oh, don't worry. Gigi's birthday coming up too. May 4th, Gigi turns one. Movie, movie. My baby turned 10 months tomorrow, man. Proud dog dad. For all the dog owners out there, salute. Y'all know how I feel. Y'all know, y'all know the vibe. This is episode 168. I'll be back next week. Peace, guys. Can I talk my shit again?